Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Genesis in chapter 14. And the Lord said, verse 14, And the Lord said to Abram, not Abraham, Abram, Abram, Ariam, because Abraham was the threshold of the multiplication. The moment he became Abraham, aha, trouble started for the devil. His wall, his, bar, his, his bounding wall began to crack. But here, it was still Abraham. Genesis chapter 13, verse 14. And the Lord said to Abraham, after the Lord had departed from him, lift up your eyes now and look from the place where you are northward southward eastward and westward for all the land which you see I give to you and your descendants forever. Verse 16. And I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth. So that if a man could number the dust of the earth, then your descendants also could be numbered. Arise. Walk in the land. Through its length and its width. For I give it to you. Now, quickly, that was after a crisis and Lot had departed. But Lot was too smart for himself. Lot didn't know that, look, look, Paul can plant, Apollo may water, if God does not give the increase. So Lot didn't know that. Lot didn't know that it was a covenant matter. Lot didn't know that it was association that empowered him. He didn't know that it was association with the covenant friend of God, Abraham. Because Abraham carried him along. It was the company that affected him. He didn't know that. And so when his boys who again were further far away from the knowledge of the covenant because if Lord could have a problem how much more his servant so they were fighting the servants of Abraham snatching anything and everything the natural is a grabber the natural is selfish the natural thinks of only himself and that was why they were fighting then Abraham said, from my little walk with the master, strife is an open door for the devil. Don't hold anybody in unforgiveness. Solve any issue that is causing strife. God is up to something. And so Abraham said, let there be no strife. 
the land is before you. Choose where you want. And I will detail my servants to keep off. Instead of him to say, let me go solve the problem between them. He said, really? For real? Okay. Then he got up and looked. Lot looked. But it wasn't God that asked him to look. He looked out of selfishness, lust, and greed. So Lot looked and looked and chose. And where he chose seemingly was more flourishing, green. Oh my goodness. I'm sure he had dreamt in three years' time. This Baba will know that there will be nobody like me on earth. He made a mistake. Then when he chose, Abraham blessed him. God bless you. And they left. I want to believe, although this is more metaphorical than anything, that Abraham would have like, ah, or Moisha. The youth of nowadays. God said I shouldn't take anybody. But it was my sense of responsibility and obligation towards you. Because you have lost your dad, you are an orphan. That's why I brought you along. And it's my joy that you are, that, you are this big today. Now you think you are smarter than me, you are taking. God bless you. But ah, ah. at that point, God said, Abraham, look. Let me tell you exactly. Yeah. And the Lord said to Abraham, after Lot separated from him, because he took literally everything, lift up your eyes, or lift your eyes now, and do what? Can I hear you say it? Uh, nobody's talking there. I can hear you from there. When are you to lift up your eyes? I don't know what you are destitute of. I don't know where the devil is tormenting you and scoffing at you. I say, now, lift up your eyes and look. It says, from the place where you are, I'm not requesting you that you put in any effort other than what I'm asking you to do. Well, it didn't look to me like he was clapping and praising God at that time. God said, lift up your eyes now from where you are and look, okay, northward, southwards. And was wondering, fast, eastward, westward. I'm sure on one occasion you could see the crowd, the, 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 the herds of cows and sheep and everything, and the guys, the servants of Lot and Lot moving away. You could see, but he was looking beyond them. He looked beyond them, beyond them. Never mind anybody who is trying to make your life miserable in your assignment. Just look beyond them. The difference between Lot and Abraham was that Lot looked by his own volition. But Abraham looked according to instruction from above. Then God said, everything you see, 
have given you. You know, he played out because he had to go and rescue Lot when Lot was in, when he was captured. He had to go and rescue him. But you see, where did he start from? Look. Then something happened there. He said, now arise and walk through the length of the land. Now look at me. Physically speaking, do you think it was possible for him to walk the whole length of what he saw south, saw north, saw east, saw west? Do you think it was physically possible? No. So arise in your inner being and walk through. Because I have given you the land. Did it come to pass? Something is about to happen to somebody. In the name of Jesus. Chapter 15. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid. Because as of then, he had no child. And so you could see, you know, the way we think, this loss is good. But Lot had departed. After that, I mean, Abraham was telling God that, Look on Eliezer. God said, Excuse me. After that, then he made the mystic. Because that was in the way by going into Hagar and having Ishmael and was saying, Bless Ishmael. He said, That one is your blood. I have blessed him, leave him. But I'm talking of ah, ah. this year, the kind of miracle that we will experience. Who don't know? Go now. In the name of Jesus. I'm not joking. In the vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield. Your exceedingly great reward. That's my prayer. When God becomes your reward, everything that is tagged reward will find its way to you. Your exceedingly great reward. But Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me seeing I go childless? Okay? And the heir of my house is Eliezer. You see what I'm saying? Of Damascus. Then Abraham said, Look. You have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house. That's good enough. It's my hair. And behold, the worst one shall not be your hair. But one who will come from your own body. So if you don't understand what I'm saying, can I get as clear as I can your body? You will sleep with your wife. Your wife will get pregnant. I'm sure he was wondering because at that time, I'm sorry, his genitals were dead. When you get old, you don't do stuff anymore. Come on, women, menopause. And the Bible said of Sarah, it said she was dead in her womb. I mean, dead. Okay. And behold, what the Lord came to him saying, This one shall not be your hair, but one who will come from your own body shall be your hair. Verse 5 is where I'm going. Then he brought him, come on church, he brought him outside and said, what did he say to him? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Look when? Look now. 
what heaven and do what count the stars if you're able to number them he said to him so shall your descendants be can you see see the way god was taking abram on it was always come on, lift up your eyes and look and when doubt came like a flood he said thank you for your suggestion you are very good you are, you are an intelligent man you reason very well highly rational but i'm not talking of eliza follow me and when he got there he said look up look now now count them so god will start by showing you See, i didn't share with her we didn't discuss he said the pose of your life is before you if you can see what God is saying about you, deliverance. Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. I said, glory be to God in the highest. Amen. Amen. Again, let me look at the negative aspect of it. When Lot was being delivered, guess what the angel said? They said, you know what? Let me read it to you. Genesis 19. Praise God. So it came to pass when they had brought them out lot and his family okay outside that he said the angel said escape for your life do not look behind you if you look behind from what god has delivered you from you will sink back do not look behind you nor stay anywhere in the plain escape to the mountains lest you be destroyed now look at it again trouble was coming the hope is going to be burned down and when he brought him out he said do not look back don't look back don't look back if you look back you have an occasion to return he told the children of israel after the cross rest if you look back you will return they look back in their heart or hearts many didn't get there don't look back it says escape to the mountain look at mountain you are a mountain person you are built for the heights you are above and not beneath don't look mountain guess what he didn't do that he said this small place is good for me his wife looked back his wife looked back she died he said no i would rather go to this small mountain god said look you are sent to my mountain he finished himself in the small, in the small place his descendant became cursed hebrews chapter 12 from verse 1. So let us lay aside. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin. Now, sin will stop you from the blessings. And that's the truth. You will repent. God will have mercy. You will return. But you see, you would have lost time. 
And if there are certain things that needed to take off from there at that time, God will do for somebody else. Nobody will take your place. In the name of Jesus. So let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. They just happen. And you pray and pray and you struggle. And then suddenly you get distracted and you look back. Then they happen. Stop looking back. Can't you see that God always wants you to focus on where he's taking you? Why are you looking back? Why? It's the most dangerous thing to do. You want to lay aside? Don't look back. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Because you are a winner. You think God will put just anybody on the track? He puts fit athletes. You are qualified. You are fit. You are trained for the battle. You are trained for the race. Don't get distracted with little, little, tiny things of this world. Is there any pleasure on earth that can last a lifetime? Even food. When you swallow it, finish. Drink water. You almost forget the taste. You'll be looking for it. You'll feel the taste. Even sex. No matter how much marathon you are saying, uh, after a while, they'll be thinking, oh, did So what's the problem? Why would you allow anything so, anything so, so, so tiny to destroy some big things in your future? Let us lay aside. But see, that's the problem. How to lay aside? I am eager for the mountain. I know I belong there. That's where God has put me. But he's saying that the way to get there is to lay aside. How? Next verse. Everybody shout. I'll finish my summer. No matter how far gone, no matter how tempted you are, if you have to take two steps to sink and your first step has gone this way, look unto Jesus, you go back. I don't, I mean it. Just look unto Jesus. And who is this Jesus? The author. And what? The finisher. In him, it is already concluded. You are finishing as a champion. No matter how slippery the ground is, no matter how terrible the situation is, no matter how many times you have failed in your life, the Bible says this is the key, key that no man, or the door that this key opens that no man can shut. Looking unto Jesus is the key. You will come, you come out fine. It's all from looking. From looking. I don't know what I was sharing with. I said, see, I just began to, I began to see some things. Because not everything is seen. Some, I mean, some things are lawful, but not everything is expedient. Is that, is that the way you put it? Exactly. So it's okay. It's not seen. Everybody is doing it. Everybody is talking that way. Everybody is doing that way. But because of where I'm going, I would rather be expedient. So I pray the prayer. I said, deliver me from frivolities. And then God reminded me the prayer of uh, was David. He said, he said, keep my eyes from beholding worthless things that I may find the glory of the mystery of your word. Your eyes. Your eyes in the physical can bring you trouble because it will register in your mind. And sometimes it's not what you see, but what you've heard 
and then your mind begin to see. But if you focus on Jesus, the author and the finisher, you know what he did to Abraham, sorry, to Moses? Bonnie Bush. Ah! He said, you flock stay here. Let me look properly at this. God is looking for who wants to look more. And the moment he did that, he said, come, I want to talk to you. The moment you are, the devil is trying to pull you away, why do you say, Satan, I feel pressured now to slap him. I feel pressured now to misbehave. But I'm going to come at this moment to look at Jesus. You know what he did? You slap the devil on the face. Guess what happened? Angels will come to minister to you straight away. You are the threshold of an unusual breakthrough. You are the epicenter of the miraculous. If there's no cause, the devil won't be fighting you. You are special in the hand of God. I say, who no, no. Go, no. Aren't you glad you are born again? But I hope you understand that the door is opened. Again, he says, see. You look to see. You see, I see, you see what you are looking for. I now appreciate Paul. I said that I may know him. What are you looking for? The truth is that God has been waiting for you for a long time, but this is your time. In spite of the problems around you, in spite of the hustles around you, people are seeing what you don't see. They are seeing a blessed person. They are seeing a leader. They are seeing a model. Although you have your struggle, and God is saying, in spite of your struggle, you are witnessing for me. Watch. He never owes any man. He's an awesome God. As a matter of fact, he said to say somebody, he has carved your future in gold. Amen. I'm not joking. I'm not just talking heaven. Right from here. Shall we rise? We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tai Wudikoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukeju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.